Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the NSAA High School Baseball Championships from Werner Park in Omaha on Friday, May 17th. Catch the Class C game at noon Central, Class B game at 3.30 p.m. Central, and Class A at 7 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Welcome back as we wrap up our number two here on Hurt at Sports Radio. I want to tell you about our friends at Dyer Law. If you've got a personal injury accident or anything else that you need assistance with, you can count on the Dyer Law team to provide you with a helping hand when you need it, no matter what you're dealing with. Call the Dyer Law team at 402-393-7529 or visit Dyer.Law to chat with trusted professionals about your personal injury claim. That's D-Y-E-R dot law. Joining us now on the Warhorse Sportsbook Hotline is Gerard Hamilton. He covers Missouri football for Power Mizzou, part of the Rivals Network. Gerard, how are you doing this morning? Doing well. How about yourself? We are doing well. Now, how, I guess, let's start with big picture here. How surprised are you by the success Missouri's had so far this season compared to what the expectations were going into the year? Um, for me, I, I, honestly, I had the team going 7-5. and five. I was kind of leaning 8-4 and four, uh, still while we are in the preseason making our predictions. Uh, that The game I was leaning on that could make it 8 was the, the Kansas State game. But remember, there was a quarterback uh, battle going on you know, from the spring all the way down until first game, basically. So I was basically saying, you know, I got to see how the quarterbacks are playing uh, – you know, come the Kansas State game, and I still think I picked Kansas State to uh, nearly win that game. So, yeah, I'm I'm surprised. I know a lot of other people are surprised, but um, <laughs> I know who's not surprised, and that's uh, Eli Drinkwitz. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you mentioned that quarterback play. You've gotten a ton of production out of Brady Cook this year, over 2,000 yards passing, almost 70% completion, 15 touchdowns, three interceptions. How good has he been this year? Oh, man, he's he's been amazing for the Tigers this year. I mean, he had four straight games of 340, uh, 340 yards passing. Prior to this year, he had never thrown 300 yards. And so when he when you look at when he had his first big game, it was versus Kansas State, obviously. Uh, that's, you know, rivalry that dates back to their Big 12 days. 
Uh, Kansas State was number 15 at the time, so helped get the win there. I think he had his best game versus Vandy, threw for 395 yards, completed 80% of his passes. I think he had four passing touchdowns that day or something like that. He had just a streak of going, you know, crazy. And it's, it's a, it's different from last year, obviously, not just him, but the whole offense. Luther Burden is one of the country's, you know, best players. Mm-hmm. The offensive line has dramatically improved in, in pass section in the run game, and there's still a lot of room to get better, but they're so much better than they were last year. Cody Schrader was a walk-on to start last year. He went from walk-on to getting the scholarship to now being a team captain to now being one of the top 10 to 15 running backs in, in the country. I mean, it's just kind of a 180 for this offense. Gerard, the tandem of Brady Cook and Luther Bernard has been nothing less than fantastic. But to most eyes that don't watch Mizzou each week, that's all people tend to see. For this matchup in particular, who are some other big name, big play guys on the outside that will need to pop up on the stat sheet in order for Mizzou to come away with the dub? Um, okay, so offensively, uh, Theo Weiss. I mean, he's pro- uh, I mean, former five-star guy, former Oklahoma Sooner. He's been amazing in the red zone for the Tigers this year. Um, he, his, his red zone ability as far as just like a, a kind of that jump ball receiver, I guess, or something like that, where they can high point a ball and get it to him. Seen that a number of times this year. Uh, he's solidified himself as the number two receiver on this team. Uh, but definitely the number one receiver when it comes to leadership um, in the wide receiver room. They've talked about that extensively this year. Missouri comes into this game with the number one red zone offense, so if they can get down there, that'll be big. Uh, Drink actually made a joke yesterday at the press conference about Georgia defense basically being top ten in every category except red zone defense. He was saying <laughs> no one ever – nope. But he was saying no one ever gets to the red zone, so they don't really get to work on it. So Missouri gets to the red zone. That's something they're going to have to capitalize on. Um, because that's one, maybe one of the very few things that Georgia doesn't get to work on. So uh, that'll be that. And then defensively, Tyron Hopper, um, he was amazing last year. He's kind of struggled in, in my eyes a little bit. The coaches think he's um, better this year because he has to play more. He's had to he's had more responsibility in the second year in Blake Baker's scheme. Uh, starting Mike linebacker Chad Bailey has been in and out with a core injury, um, and he's trending towards out it seems like based on drinks comments yesterday um but he's having to do more but on any on any given day he could be the best defensive player on the field so uh, they'll need a big day from him defensively as well gerard you mentioned that uh, a lot of teams don't get into the red zone against georgia you look at their schedule and it doesn't seem like they've really played an opponent of true value up until this point where they get mizzou a top 25 team in the country one of the best teams in the sec but on the other end of the spectrum, being you know somebody that covers the Tigers, you know that they seem to be more battle-tested than Georgia at this point. Do you think that gives Mizzou an advantage at all? I don't know if it gives Mizzou an advantage, but I'll definitely say, based on talking to the players and talking to Drink yesterday, they're not scared. So Drink and the players are talking about, like, they're not worried about the storyline because Drink said if they win – then everybody's going to say they have the inside track to the SEC East, but he's like, there's still going to be three games, three SEC games after that, so that's not true. And if they lose, people are going to say, you know, the season's over because of the stakes in that game and all that other stuff, and he's like, that's also not true. 
So they're just trying to focus on, you know, what's in front of them. They did. They have played three ranked games. Their only loss was to, to LSU and what looks to be a Heisman candidate in the best wide receiving duo in the nation. Um, so it's, you know, they feel like they've played some good games. On the other hand, for Georgia, yeah, sure, they haven't played no one this year, but a team that's won 25 straight in two national titles, I mean, I don't I don't think it's the same thing for them particularly. Maybe if this was another team, but considering the number of big games they've been in and the fact that every team who plays them is going to treat it like their national championship for the most part, mm-hmm. I feel like they've probably been in a number of big games that they consider, knowing that everybody every week is going to give them their best shot as Missouri did last year when they came to Columbia. We're talking with Gerard Hamilton from Power Mizzou, part of the Rivals Network. Gerard, I'm curious about kind of the tenure of Coach Drinkwitz as, you know, the first three years uh, in Columbia didn't really have that much different of a start than Barry Odom, who was obviously let go after 2019. How important was it this year for Eli Drinkwitz to take that leap to the next level to show that the program was headed in the right direction? It was huge. It was huge. Three straight 500 seasons. Um, I could tell you scraping to get by to get to 6-6 six and six, um, last year to get to the Gasparilla Bowl. They have they have <laughs> aspirations in that. Um, and so last year he was talking a lot about progress and how it's not linear like some sometimes you make progress here sometimes you make it there it's not always just a straight line and that's true but at some point the win column needs to it needs to jump up it mm-hmm. needs to be more than six and so a lot of us was really thinking you know seven if, even if it's seven like that's not too great but at least it so shows something and if you get to eight we were thinking okay like safe spot now they're thinking a lot more i wrote about this the other day how it's kind of cool to see expectations for any team change um you know whether you're a fan or not so if you're like me again you started at seven and then after a couple games you're like can they win you know eight games and then that only lasted a week and then it became well, this is definitely a nine and three team for sure then it starts becoming well it's we're looking at 10-2, and two, maybe New Year's 6. And obviously because it's Georgia week, everybody's so excited to think they can pull an upset. And it kind of tends to, like, if you if you win this game, then you do have the inside track to the SEC East, even though Drink is trying to think about it like that. <laughs> they're, they're being number 12 in the college football playoff poll, um, highest ranking ever. I mean, there is some buzz because if this is 2024 and this was the final week of the ranking, mm-hmm. You'd be in the you'd be in the CFP. So um, they've definitely made a, a significant jump, for sure. Uh, Gerard, has there been a anything that Coach Drinkwitz has changed or adjusted between the first three years and this year, or do you feel like it was more of just things that had slowly built up that they finally were able to break through? I think it's probably a mix of both. But I would say for sure it's been having the offensive coordinator, bringing in Kirby Moore from Fresno State. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a, a great offense last year, and even though that's the Mountain West Conference, and you may scoff at that, when I did when he first got hired, I remember doing research about it, and the Mountain West had like 
five or six of the top 50 defenses in the country. It wasn't like they were playing, you know, some community colleges or something. They were playing some, some pretty decent defenses over there. And the fact that Drake now, you can see that he's embellished basically CEO head coaching type of style now because he said earlier this year, well, when we go against the defense, which really good again, they're 37th ranked in the nation. They were 34 last year. When they would go against the defense last year and they didn't succeed, he'd be frustrated because that's what he's that's what he's preparing for. But now this year, he's got an offensive coordinator that's pretty good. He's got a defensive coordinator that's pretty good. So whether the offense wins versus the defense or the defense beats the offense, he's like, I'm happy either way. And so they're playing well, and I think that's the biggest thing. Gerard Hamilton from Power Mizzou, part of the Rivals Network. Gerard, we appreciate your time, and uh, good luck this week. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Hey, thanks, Gerard. That's Gerard Hamilton from Power Mizzou, part of the Rivals Network. Coming up next, I believe we'll be joined by our very own Avery Howard here on Herd Sports Radio.